0: This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Yeah, just about, you know. Well, for the U.S. at least, you know, U.S. You know, I think of turkey and then seeing friends. Um, I don't really, you know, care about anything else. That's what I like. Food.
1: I like food. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, like what's more Thanksgiving than, you know, like, zombies? Zombies? Like, zombies What? Yeah, you're know, like zombies, like you'll know, eat everything. Like us indulging in, it's like, it's like, in all sorts of like you know, like Thanksgiving style hedonism. It's like yes. zombies, like you'll know, eat everything that comes across
0: their path. I'm more like gluttony here, so, <laughs> so all right. So what do you have in um, on store for us tonight? Yeah, so
1: like this is kind of like zombie centric or zombie adjacent or not even related to zombies at all, depending on how you view the series, because this is something I've been talking about for a good long while now, and it's my uh, like final thoughts on I Am a Hero. Now, long time members might remember this, when I first started talking about this, as Dark Horse released it back in, it's like in early 2016, and I was, you know, thoroughly hyped for this for this series, because, you know, it's like, because, you know, at that point, and you know, even, like, to the states, like, you know, Dark Horse's um, manga output, you know, has been kind of really conservative over the last couple of years, just releasing stuff from established artists or just, you know, spin-offs from you know, like established anime it's like, like anime titles so, so to get a series like, that didn't have like, you know, like this kind of like, a, like you know that, that kind of, that kind of pedigree it's like, like I was like, okay this is like this is, like, the best hope for the future, like, for, like, you know, like, for them going forward. Because even though, Dar- like, I a mean, hero had a um, TV and film adaptation in Japan, these they hadn't kind of, like, made, like, you know, big waves over here. I mean, like, I kind of knew, knew that they exist, but, like, no one was talking about them. It's, like, you know, like, enough to reach, like, you know, my circles in a, in, a, in any way. So I, so I was kind of hoping that, you know, okay, this, that, you know, this is going to, like, hopefully like post like um point the way forward for for dark horse manga if it was successful well here we are in the year of our lord 2019 and we've reached um the final volume of the series and uh, well the good news is that um i'm here talking about the final volume of i am a hero in a sense that yes it's like this dark horse didn't cancel it or put it on quote-unquote hiatus so no, that's good. It's like, is Dark Horse releasing a lot of stuff that's you know not from um, an established artist or like you know doesn't have an established like um, anime manga tie-in? Well, depends on how how you feel about um, Kenji Tsuruta, I guess. But so it's really much kind of a stretch here. But you know the fact that I'm a hero, it's like it's that it's here and it's done. It's like I am thoroughly grateful and really glad that you know like. That um, that the release strategy paid off for this because one of the things that I learned about this is that its um, Dark Horse re- release schedule for it um, in the two and one omnibus was actually um, like like um, pla- uh, was actually um, like planned by its by the person who, who penned its English adaptation um, Philip Simon who's also like one of the like um, like one of the editors at at Dark Horse Comics proper you know it's like and I heard this from Dark Horse from from editor extraordinaire Carl Horn at May a couple of years back, had um, the series been released in single volumes, I am not sure that it would have been able to um, maintain enough interest to reach the end. Because you know, much as I have enjoyed the series over its run, and if you've been reading my reviews of it like for the past three years now, then you'll know that I enjoyed it. But um, it's very—it is a very slow burn. It's like. Like had the series, I mean, it's at, even at twenty-two volumes, it's like, it's like, I mean, and reading these volumes, like, like in a in a two in one omnibus format, there's like the feeling that you know, like, like had I, how we even getting these in like one volume at a time, it would have felt very, very slow. It's like just like there's like um, manga um, king. Kengo Hanazawa, like, really takes his time with telling the story. And, you know, reading it, like, in in this um, omnibus format, I think that's the ideal format for the series. Having read it, if I had read it in um, single-volume format, it would have been, wow, you know, this is good, but, wow, man, I kind of wish, like, more would be happening here. So, so there's that. But the other thing is that um, I... You know it's like as as a committed trade waiter uh, as I am, I would have loved to have read this cycle like, from the start in Japan because the start of this series is something it is really like uh, special and kind of genius the way like the way it handles itself because it's like this the very first volume like it's focus the series itself focuses on um feld mangaka, um Hideo Suzuki he had it's like he had his own series. Um, that um su- that a couple people liked and uh, but but I got canceled after its second volume and now he's working as an assistant for a much more unpopular um, popular, um a manga creator like he's and he, he's got a gr- he's got a girlfriend she's 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 cool when she's when she's sober but she's a really mean drunk and all and um and when we first introduced him like he's doing his like safety dances he gets into his apartment and um, your and your impression that as you meet him is like when he's talking to himself, talking to his imaginary friend, and then when he busts out his gun and says, "I am a hero," you're kind of like, "Okay, this is this is kind of creepy." It's like even by Japan standards, because you know Japan has the most has the most strict gun laws in it's like in the world. It's like, and this guy has a gun, and he's also seems to be kind kind of off as well. So, it's like, you're kind of wondering, like, you know, where's Hanazawa where's, um, going with this? And and for the first volume, like, we're just seeing him go through his daily life and him, like, just suffering, like, you know, in, in, like, minor dignities of being told, like, you know, stop talking to yourself, like, while he's working. And, like, imagining, like, you know, like, hey, I'm saying these great things about the, like, the meaning, about how manga is, like, a meaningful, um, like, medium and and all. It's like, and he's... Wow, it's like, and, and he, but um, it's like a lot of this stuff is just kind of like in his head, and you're kind of wondering, like, are we just going, to are we um witnessing the uh, like the birth of a like of a mass murderer, like some guy who's just going to like flip out, and um, it's like and just like go go on a murdering spree because he's got a gun, it's like and there these this first the uh, chapters that make up this first volume, it's like you know, really um sell that idea, like even when like. Like, he um, witnesses a... Uh, it's like a taxi, like, hit someone. And then um this person gets up and starts walking away. You're kind of like, okay, you know, this is either, like, some real supernatural shit or he's losing his mind. And everything we've seen to that point is just, yeah, he's losing his mind. But thing is, though, it's like that if you're that reading these, like, um, this series, like, that's never a consideration. Because, you know you've either heard about this series as a zombie manga, or you may have just, like, flipped over to the back and said, and seen the um, pull quote from Jason Thompson that says, the best zombie manga ever. And you realize that, oh, wait, this isn't actually, like, in his head. This is actually happening. It's like, he is, he isn't crazy. It's like, he, like, the zombies are coming, and this guy's got, like, one of the few guns in Japan that can actually, like, you know, defend, like, defend himself from them. So, so, yeah, it's like, much like as I, I live my trade, trade waiting ways. It's like, this is kind of a series I think really, um, where I, I, like would have been, would have, um, much as I enjoy, as I've enjoyed it would have read even better from the start. The kind of thing that, that really like pulls in a committed audience, just say, Oh wow. It's like, this, this isn't going where I thought, where I thought it was at all. I want to see where it, where, where it's going from here. So yeah, that's, that's the, uh, start of the series. It's like, it's, it's a portrait of a, um, mentally disturbed individual where it turns out that no, it's not in his head. Zombies are re- real. And it's like, and they're coming to get Japan as well. And what sets, um, I'm a hero apart from other, um, zombie manga is that it's zombies are really quite different. I mean, obviously they, they kind of subscribe to like the whole fast, um, zombie, ap- um, approach, but the thing is that uh, they're also um, like constantly like repeating like bits of dialogue from their from their past lives. Basically the idea is that these zombies have been kind of like stuck in their in like the final moments of their lives and they're just kinda like, you know, like repeating like, you know, what they were doing at the very end there. So, like even if it's just like you know, they're like they, you know, cut con- like consummating, like, their love and committing themselves to each other. And that's kind of what saves Hideo when he gets into a very awkward um taxi ride in, um, Omnibus 2. It's like, it's it's like, it, it's a, it's also, it's just kind of horrifying right there. Just, a, just the idea that, you know, like, yeah, it's like you're yeah, you're a zombie, but yeah, you're stuck in, like, the last, like, repeating last few months of your life as long as you remain a zombie In all. It's like, and it's like, but, you know, it's like um, Hanazawa does even more, like, weirder stuff with this. Because even though it's like the series, because this is one of the few series that actually, like, you know, tries to, does the really inadvisable idea of trying to, to dig into the idea of where does the zombie, um, ap- um apocalypse come from in the first place? What are the reasons behind it? I mean, no, we don't need... To know the reason behind the zombie apocalypse, like for because you know, it's like hey, like you know, it's like hey, it's like the idea is like hey, you know, there are zombies now, it's like oh, and you know, now, now man is like reduced to his basic state, and that the real villain of the series is man itself. Well, in I'm a Hero, that's kind of true. I mean, the first um, real community that um, Hideo um, encounters, like, is you know, one of those bad communities kind of like the uh, governors in, um, like, in The Walking Dead, but, um, but as we, as it turns out, that like, you know, we learn a lot of, um, like, interesting stuff about the, uh, it's like, about you know, like, why the, like, the zombie apocalypse is ha- is happening, and like that there might be some kind of, um, like, higher intelligence behind it. I mean, like, either from like the people. People who have been absorbed into like this zombie hive mind that we learn exists like as the series goes on, and yeah, it turns out that the, um, the idea that you know aliens maybe um like uh, put uh, mini- like um manipulating this this thing from the beginning um you now that's it's that that idea is never the trigger is never pulled on that idea but it's never but um, the finger's never taken off that idea as well. Could very well be, but you know, it's like it's. It, we're never offered any any conclu- any um conclusive proof of that. But what the series does offer as it goes on is like is it's like it's like it's a very interesting protagonist in the form of Hideo. It's like um, it's like who is like he like he's he never really becomes cured of his mental instability. He has like this crippling self doubt. And, um, even then, like throughout, throughout the series, even to the very end, but, but also it's like, you know, he still can't get it together like long enough to like, to save those closest to him. I mean, it's like his, like the bit where he, um, in volume four, when he finally, um, like shows, you know, Hey, you know, I really do know how to use this and I can save like those closest to me. And, um, when Murai like, you know, just realizes, like, hey, you know, even then, I'm still fucked. I'm going to jump off this bridge, but I'm going to leave you my bacon. Um, it's still, like, a heartbreaking moment, especially when um, the nurse that's that he gets to know, um, like, Sugumi Oda, like, she, uh, like, pulls in at the very end to, like, save his ass, and that's... Well, like, there aren't really a lot of recurring characters in the series. I mean, there's... Like, listen. There's the nurse, but the real co-lead in this series is um, Hiromi, a high school girl that um, that um, Hideo meets in mean, the volume two, and she it's like, and she kind of like almost saves him when he's like losing his shit in the middle of a forest. It's like in vo- it's like in too. and you know they kind of like form this you know bond. I like, can sense that. Hey, you know, it's like he's he's trying to like. You know, like he's trying to like um save her, but you know, like she's got her own like capabilities as well, and it's like it's like and, you know, like it's just that that kind of like you know, hey, that kind of like um savior saved relationship that kind of fuels things. But then you found that um Hiromi actually has um like some kind of um connection to the overall zombie hive mind when she's um quote unquote bitten. It's like. And I also want to point out, just digress real quick to point out that early on, it's like, um, I'm a Hero has some of the best double-page spreads I've seen in comics in recent memory. Just the sense that you know, um, Hanazawa will uh, just devote, like, double pages, two pages, two full pages to showing us, you know, what's, like, you know, what, what's going on in the scene. And also just, all, but also just, like, you know, set up just, you know, utter normalcy. And then have it um, displaced. So it's just, it's just uh, when like um, Hideo and Hiromi find themselves like caught up in the sweep to go go to um, the fifth station on Mount Fuji because like some because some rumor has popped up saying that oh no like the virus won't spread through like um, thin air, but um, it's got all these people go in there, and then it turns out that oh well there is no limit to how the virus spreads, especially when it's like a little baby biting people on their ankles literal a literal ankle biter i swear to god and um this double spirit just shows them people like you know just like normal and then another double trade spread which is like people like coming like what what's going on here it's like someone's biting me and it's like and then it goes for the like then zeroes in further to show you that oh it's this little baby that's biting things like that kind of like Tension, like it might seem extravagant to use like double page spreads to te- decompressing to show this um, information, but it works uh, magnificently. Early, it's like early on. Maybe not quite as much as the series goes on, because I think um, like he gets a better idea on how to manage on um, pacing. But early on, it's like these double page these sequences of double page spreads are just like all like, right, um, a a glorious example of how how to make indulgence work. But overall, I mean, like the series also takes like digressions, to, like showing us how a uh, it's like a group of survivors, you know, focuses like um, tries, tries to make things work in a small like in a smaller town. It's like and how they um eventually come back to um, prominence in the latter volumes. Also, how um one of um Hideo's um manga making um colleagues, someone who um was apparently like really in- inspired by him. Back in the first volume turns out to uh, uh, be, be like you know a genuine hero, the kind of like um badass, not really badass. just the kind of like like arrogant smart ass whose confidence you know like you you would want to follow. Um, like turn um shows up like in like in a like in ominous volume nine proper. It's like um Nakata. It's like and even though it's like he seems like kind of a dick in the first in his brief appearance in the first um, omnibus, like in the normal parts of the first omnibus when Hideo is like talking with his manga editor and um this guy Nakata just shows up and says no it's like I love your work it's like this is like how it's like this is how um like how a real Mori manga should work it's like and um yeah it's like and that and um to see this guy come like um pop up later on it's like as like you know like. As the the kind of hero that you would expect from the series. Not the kind of hero like the series necessarily deserves, but um it's but you know, it's really it, it's really interesting and, and like it helps fuel the series. I mean it's like and but even then, like the series has its problems. I mean, in the sense that, you know, there's lots of um it it kind of goes Like I said, there's that slow burn that I mentioned, like the fact that, you know, like this your series had been published in single volumes. Oh man. It's like, I'd be talking about how much better it reads right now. It's like, um, going into this final volume. It's like, but also then there's that really inadvisable hookup between, um, Hideo and, um, Hiromi, like in, um, in volume nine, which, you know, it's like, okay. It's like, I can understand that, um, that you know that there's gonna be some kind of like, you know, like this these relationships or like you know sexual tension formed it's like between like survivors of like traumatic events like this. And it makes sense when um Hideo like has his um encounter with um it's like with with the nurse, um, Tsugumi. But um when he has it with uh Tiromi, no, not so much. It kind of feels just a little like indulgence and said hey you know it's like hey you know the the antisocial um, manga creator type hey you can get like, you can get your um, high school girlfriend like as well here And that's like no no I didn't want to read this it's not not necessary we could have gone without it but um, even then I will I will confess that um, I will admit that uh, Hanazawa does make it like they're kind of as unsexy as possible And it also, also like, feeds into um, the climax as well, in the sense that, you know, it's like, that um, Hiromi, it's like, she has, she's got her own issues. Like, she is able to be, like, really vindictive. So not a, uh, not like a uh, passive protagonist, but someone who just, like, really, but who can't let a grudge go. It's like, even when it may not be like fully invested in her, in her direction. So and that's and this is key when when she lets herself be absorbed by the zombie hive mind in volume 10. And then we and, but then we see the consequences of that action in the final volume. Because the final volume so I guess this is what this is what I'm really um really want to talk about here. It's like the ma- the majority of it is it's like is a supremely well executed action movie. Um, Hideo is like going through it's like it's going through Tokyo trying to um wa- he wants to rescue um, Hiromi from this like z- giant zombie um being that's that she's been absorbed into. Problem is that he doesn't know how to do it and all he's got is his is his slug gun to do it. And also, the further catch being that he eventually um, gets on the bad side of um, Miss of um, Tsugumi's, um like uh, sister, who um, has her own issues as well, as we find out early, like earlier on. And she, when she um, sees him, well, she she's going to ruin his day, for lack of a better term. At least that's what she wants to do. But well, we'll see how that goes. Um, that being said. Like you know, like it all leads up to um, um, like uh, Hideo on like on a zombie on a scaffold, uh having to deal with deal with a uh zo- with the zombie hive mind, um, being uh, it's like being really angry at what he's been doing because like, well I mean when you see like this giant, it's like a giant massive like like flesh creature with a bunch of eyes poking out of it, you're kind of want and you've got a gun. You're thinking like, well, what should I do with this? <laughs> I'm going to shoot that thing. Problem is that when the uh, one mind that's still sentient in there is your um, high school girlfriend, well, that's that's not going to go the way you want. And that being said, you know, like the other on the other side of things, like on the building opposite this um, scaffold that um, Hideo sounds himself in, well, Nakata and his crew. Including the uh, survivors from and from the small town are trying to um, get to the top of the building to, uh, like in advance of the, um, of the zombie horde that's against that's against them. Catch being that you know they like they don't have a, a pilot, but the thing is there might be two pilots in there. One is Tomabechi, the uh, the one of the survivors from the small town, and also Asada, the um, it's like the, like the uh, quasi blonde haired um like quote unquote savior that's been um helping people survive in this like in this building for a while. Catch being that they've also got to deal with the uh, like um quasi-sentient zombie um uh I guess you say strongman, um the Kurusu type. And there's and like there's lots of revelations about like you know what what it means to be be that kind of like um like sentient Kurusu type here. And also, you know, just like how um, like um, Hideo interacts with these um, characters when, um, it's like, it's like when he re- when he's like only able to see them from across, like from across the um, across the way via his scope. There's the uh, as far as an action movie as far as action movie stuff goes, it's like this. Like this first, um, like three quarters of this volume is fantastic. Like it's just like. Like the pace, the pacing is is spot on, and it's like, and the logic behind it is really great as well. It's like, and in the end, though, it's like I think that you know, just about everyone kind of gets what they deserve. So before we get to the uh, to the finale, so yeah, that's so. As I got to, as I was reading, this, I was like, I, th- I was I was really thoroughly immersed in it, and like this is one of those things where I wasn't, I was just like, I just like. Just was I sat down, read through this with no fur, no other distractions, and thought, Man, this is great and then um we got to the final like quarter of the volume. And okay. <laughs> I don't want to say that, you know, like this was kind of a letdown, but I think that the uh the last quarter or or is it a fifth really? It's like probably I don't know, it's like it's, yeah. I think it's probably a fifth, really. Um, yeah. Let's call it a fifth. Um, that it's like it that um like this this final thing just kind of it. man. What am I trying to say here? This this last this last section of the of the series, like after the the grand helicopter escape, um. Just kind of depends on how willing you are to uh, to ascribe meaning meaning to this like, like to this last part of part of the series because because while we get one like a side show how like the group um survives we also have to we also get these some um, chapters showing how the solo individual survives and I think it kind of just depends on like how willing you are to uh, like to search for meaning in this this kind of setup, because we don't get any specific answers about you know, the zombie invasion about what it means, or whether there really were aliens behind it it might still be, the aliens might just be taking their time and all, you know but you know, it's like this, but you know, like the uh, the group explanation I think is solid The, uh, the sole survivor explanation is kind of what you have, it's what I think we're like, we're expected to find more meaning in like, this is a guy who, um, spent the majority of the series, just, you know, not finding, um, like just running away from humanity or not running away from humanity, but just, you know, finding himself thrust into like finding meaning with his encounters. And it's like, and now he's just like left to his left to his own devices. It's like he, he was convinced that you know he was the hero of his story, but in the end, you know he's just kind of like, like left, like left to left to his own, um, left to survive on his own. I mean, there are, I guess you know, it's like the, the idea is that you know it's like you're never a hero in your own mind. It's like you're always a hero. It's like to other people. To try and think otherwise is. Is to risk is to risk self destruction, or just risk um, like a terrible a terrible solitary life that you can't can't sustain on your own terms. That's I guess that's that's the message here. It's like yeah, it's like you can declare yourself a hero all you want. You can have you can even have a a, a gun to end like, the meat or rather the means to declare yourself a hero, but it's not something that you can declare yourself. It's always um, someone else that has to declare you the hero. To do that, to do otherwise, to declare yourself the hero is just to, is to risk destruction, destruction of yourself or to like risk like a ter- like a terrible, lonely, um, meaningless life. It's like devoid of human contact otherwise. That's I don't know, I guess that's that's the message right there. It's like, and I can understand that. And on that, ter- on that term, on those terms, like the final volume works, but the series itself is, like I say, it, it's like, it's got some great, it's got some incredible action sequences. It's like so, some really like interesting, it's interesting thoughts on what a zombie apocalypse would look like, would look like in Japan and also in other parts of the world. And, it's like and overall it's like I think I and so it's, it's a good it's a good character study of someone who is clearly has mental issues and just how he struggles with them and if he can't quite overcome them it's like in the very end so that I mean that sounds kind of depressing but I think that it's like that it, that that's kind of like true to the series modus operandi from the start so I'm a hero. I recommend it. It's like, it's, 11, it's like, it's 11 volumes. It's like in length. Thank, thanks to this, um, thanks to Dark Horses. um US release of the series. And I, I, I highly recommend like p- people check this out. It's like, I mean, not just because, Hey, you know, maybe it's like, you know, this will get, get us like other series from like others, like, like other unique, strange series, like from, like from the, from the, from the um, publisher which you know well we'll see how that goes but you know just because it's a good series on its own on to- own terms and yeah I reading this I do kind of want to see how the uh, the movie and the TV series kind of panned out as well so there you go I'm a hero worth it and maybe you'll see it on the best on the best of list at the end end of the year maybe um, John so um, any thoughts on uh, your end about all this?
0: So maybe on the best of them, um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't really. Uh, I think the big question I have here is: uh, so the TV is? Are, you said there's TV and movie coming out.
1: Did the came out? I know there's it's
0: out. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like I, I know that there's a movie. I don't know much about the TV series. I think I think I saw it on IMDb. But um, as far as I don't know, I, maybe you can watch the uh, TV series easily, the movie easily, or. I don't know. It's like, I know they exist, but I haven't actually seen them myself.
0: Ah, so. I see. Are these Japanese productions? Yes, they are. Okay, so your mileage may vary, and maybe uh, we can figure it out, um, and we'll give you guys an update in the next time. Uh, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time, or will just be the mystery subject, and you'll have to stay tuned.
1: Jeez, it's probably going to be my final thoughts on, um, sorry, on black science, but it could very well be uh, my thoughts on paper girls or even the wild storm on uh, depending on how on how i'm feeling because hey i think this next one um wait no this this one is going to be, be going up around like uh, the 20th so i guess next next one will be going up around the uh first week of december i think
0: yeah that'll be the fourth and then the 18th and then we'll be in 2020
1: yes Oh man, point. it's like this is gonna be so weird. It's like I think that uh, after after this next one, then the podcast next podcast might be actually about um, House of X and Powers of X. But we'll see how that goes because we still have stuff to coordinate about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah, definitely on the radar. You know, those are really hot selling volumes, and uh, the trades come out in December. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's like uh, Amazon has them coming out on Christmas Eve, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like. But yeah, it's like this. But um, the House of X, Powers of X, um, that's absolutely gonna be done because we are. Because as you know, I'm a huge um, like X Men fan, and so are you. So are you, John, and so are, and so is Myron as well. Cause like, so yeah, we're so we're gonna try and maybe do like a big three person thing on that. So we'll see how that goes.
0: All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, later.